Hi, this is Danny Whitaker with Devoted to Scripture. I'm reading through the Bible in a year and sharing my reading with you. This is day 219 of our journey. Isaiah continues to speak of the coming deliverance of the Lord. He reminds the people that God is just and mighty. God deserves to be praised wholeheartedly, without reservation and without holding back. Our praise must be genuine or it is of no value. God doesn't simply look at our actions. He sees our true motivations and recognizes the deepest desires of our heart. In the coming days, we won't get our light from the sun and moon. Our light will be provided by God himself. He will bring prosperity and rejuvenation to his people in his proper timing. In the meantime, we must keep vigilant, watch, and pray. Join me in Isaiah 58 through 62. Look forward to his coming deliverance. Do what he has called you to do. Isaiah 58. Shout loudly. Don't be quiet. Yell as loud as a trumpet. Confront my people with their rebellious deeds. Confront Jacob's family with their sin. They seek me day after day. They want to know my requirements, like a nation that does what is right and does not reject the law of their God. They ask me for just decrees. They want to be near God. They lament, why don't you notice when we fast? Why don't you pay attention when we humble ourselves? Look, at the same time you fast, you satisfy your selfish desires. You oppress your workers. Look, your fasting is accompanied by arguments, brawls, and fistfights. Do not fast as you do today, trying to make your voice heard in heaven. Is this really the kind of fasting I want? Do I want a day when people merely humble themselves, bowing their heads like a reed and stretching out on sackcloth and ashes? Is this really what you call a fast, a day that is pleasing to the Lord? No, this is the kind of fast I want. I want you to remove the sinful chains, to tear away the ropes of the burdensome yoke, to set free the oppressed, and to break every burdensome yoke. I want you to share your food with the hungry and to provide shelter for homeless, oppressed people. When you see someone naked, clothe him. Don't turn your back on your own flesh and blood. Then your light will shine like the sunrise. Your restoration will quickly arrive. Your godly behavior will go before you, and the Lord's splendor will be your rear guard. Then you will call out, and the Lord will respond. You will cry out, and he will reply, Here I am. You must remove the burdensome yoke from among you and stop pointing fingers and speaking sinfully. You must actively help the hungry and feed the oppressed. Then your light will dispel the darkness and your darkness will be transformed into noonday. The Lord will continually lead you. He will feed you even in parched regions. He will give you renewed strength and you will be like a well-watered garden like a spring that continually produces water. Your perpetual ruins will be rebuilt. You will reestablish the ancient foundations. You will be called the one who repairs broken walls, the one who makes the streets inhabitable again. You must observe the Sabbath rather than doing anything you please on my holy day. 
You must look forward to the Sabbath and treat the Lord's holy day with respect. You must treat it with respect by refraining from your normal activities and by refraining from your selfish pursuits and from making business deals. Then you will find joy in your relationship to the Lord, and I will give you great prosperity and cause crops to grow on the land I gave to your ancestor Jacob. Know for certain that the Lord has spoken. Isaiah 59. Look, the Lord's hand is not too weak to deliver you. His ear is not too deaf to hear you. But your sinful acts have alienated you from your God. Your sins have caused him to reject you and not listen to your prayers. For your hands are stained with blood and your fingers with sin. Your lips speak lies. Your tongue utters malicious words. No one is concerned about justice. No one sets forth his case truthfully. They depend on false words and tell lies. They conceive of oppression and give birth to sin. They hatch the eggs of a poisonous snake and spin a spider's web. Whoever eats their eggs will die. A poisonous snake is hatched. Their webs cannot be used for clothing. They cannot cover themselves with what they make. Their deeds are sinful. They commit violent crimes. They are eager to do evil, quick to shed innocent blood. Their thoughts are sinful. They crush and destroy. They are unfamiliar with peace. Their deeds are unjust. They use deceitful methods, and whoever deals with them is unfamiliar with peace. For this reason, deliverance is far from us, and salvation does not reach us. We wait for light, but see only darkness. We wait for a bright light, but live in deep darkness. We grope along the wall like the blind. We grope like those who cannot see. We stumble at noontime as if it were evening. Though others are strong, we are like dead men. We all growl like bears. We coo mournfully like doves. We wait for deliverance, but there is none. For salvation, but it is far from us. For you are aware of our many rebellious deeds, and our sins testify against us. Indeed, we are aware of our rebellious deeds. We know our sins all too well. We have rebelled and tried to deceive the Lord. We turned back from following our God. We stir up oppression and rebellion. We tell lies we concocted in our minds. Justice is driven back. Godliness stands far off. Indeed, honesty stumbles in the city square, and morality is not even able to enter. Honesty has disappeared. The one who tries to avoid evil is robbed. The Lord watches and is displeased, for there is no justice. He sees there is no advocate. He is shocked that no one intervenes, so he takes matters into his own hands. His desire for justice drives him on. He wears his desire for justice like body armor, and his desire to deliver is like a helmet on his head. He puts on the garments of vengeance and wears zeal like a robe. He repays them for what they have done, dispensing angry judgment to his adversaries and punishing his enemies. He repays the coastlands. In the West, people respect the Lord's reputation. In the East, they recognize his splendor, for he comes like a rushing stream, driven on by wind sent from the Lord. A protector comes to Zion, 
to those in Jacob who repent of their rebellious deeds, says the Lord. As for me, this is my promise to them, says the Lord. My spirit who is upon you and my words which I have placed in your mouth will not depart from your mouth or from the mouths of your children and descendants from this time forward, says the Lord. Isaiah 60. Arise, shine, for your light arrives. The splendor of the Lord shines on you. For look, darkness covers the earth, and deep darkness covers the nations. But the Lord shines on you. His splendor appears over you. Nations come to your light, kings to your bright light. Look all around you. They all gather and come to you. Your sons come from far away, and your daughters are escorted by guardians. Then you will look and smile. You will be excited, and your heart will swell with pride, for the riches of distant lands will belong to you, and the wealth of nations will come to you. Camel caravans will cover your roads, young camels from Midian and Ephah. All the merchants of Sheba will come, bringing gold and incense and singing praises to the Lord. All the sheep of Kedar will be gathered to you. The rams of Nebaioth will be available to you as sacrifices. They will go up on my altar acceptably, and I will bestow honor on my majestic temple. Who are these who float along like a cloud, who fly like doves to their shelters? Indeed, the coastlands look eagerly for me. The large ships are in the lead, bringing your sons from far away, along with their silver and gold to honor the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, for he has bestowed honor on you. Foreigners will rebuild your walls. Their kings will serve you. Even though I struck you down in my anger, I will restore my favor and have compassion on you. Your gates will remain open at all times. They will not be shut during the day or at night, so that the wealth of nations may be delivered with their kings leading the way. Indeed, nations or kingdoms that do not serve you will perish. Such nations will definitely be destroyed. The splendor of Lebanon will come to you, its evergreens, firs, and cypresses together to beautify my palace. I will bestow honor on my throne room. The children of your oppressors will come bowing to you. All who treat you with disrespect will bow down at your feet. They will call you the city of the Lord, Zion of the Holy One of Israel. You were once abandoned and despised, with no one passing through, but I will make you a permanent source of pride and joy to coming generations. You will drink the milk of nations. You will nurse at the breasts of kings. Then you will recognize that I, the Lord, am your deliverer, your protector, the powerful one of Jacob. Instead of bronze, I will bring you gold. Instead of iron, I will bring you silver. Instead of wood, I will bring you bronze. Instead of stones, I will bring you iron. I will make prosperity your overseer and vindication your sovereign ruler. Sounds of violence will no longer be heard in your land or the sounds of destruction and devastation within your borders. You will name your walls deliverance and your gates praise. The sun will no longer supply light for you by day nor will the moon's brightness shine on you. The Lord will be your permanent source of light. The splendor of your God will shine upon you. Your sun will no longer set. Your moon will not disappear. 
The Lord will be your permanent source of light. Your time of sorrow will be over. All of your people will be godly. They will possess the land permanently. I will plant them like a shoot. They will be the product of my labor, through whom I reveal my splendor. The least of you will multiply into a thousand. The smallest of you will become a large nation. When the right time comes, I, the Lord, will quickly do this. Isaiah 61. The Spirit of the Sovereign Lord is upon me, because the Lord has chosen me. He has commissioned me to encourage the poor, to help the brokenhearted, to decree the release of captives and the freeing of prisoners, to announce the year when the Lord will show his favor, the day when our God will seek vengeance, to console all who mourn, to strengthen those who mourn in Zion by giving them a turban instead of ashes, oil symbolizing joy instead of mourning, a garment symbolizing praise instead of discouragement. They will be called oaks of righteousness, trees planted by the Lord to reveal his splendor. They will rebuild the perpetual ruins and restore the places that were desolate. They will reestablish the ruined cities, the places that have been desolate since ancient times. Foreigners will take care of your sheep. Foreigners will work in your fields and vineyards. You will be called the Lord's priests, servants of our God. You will enjoy the wealth of nations and boast about the riches you receive from them. Instead of shame, you will get a double portion. Instead of humiliation, they will rejoice over the land they receive. Yes, they will possess a double portion in their land and experience lasting joy. For I, the Lord, love justice and hate robbery and sin. I will repay them because of my faithfulness. I will make a permanent covenant with them. Their descendants will be known among the nations, their offspring among the peoples. All who see them will recognize that the Lord has blessed them. I will greatly rejoice in the Lord. I will be overjoyed because of my God, for he clothes me in garments of deliverance. He puts on me a robe symbolizing vindication. I look like a bridegroom when he wears a turban as a priest would. I look like a bride when she puts on her jewelry. For just as the ground produces its crops and a garden yields its produce, so the sovereign Lord will cause deliverance to grow and give his people reason to praise him in the sight of all the nations. Isaiah 62. For the sake of Zion, I will not be silent. For the sake of Jerusalem, I will not be quiet until her vindication shines brightly and her deliverance burns like a torch. Nations will see your vindication and all kings your splendor. You will be called by a new name that the Lord himself will give you. You will be a majestic crown in the hand of the Lord, a royal turban in the hand of your God. You will no longer be called abandoned and your land will no longer be called desolate. Indeed, you will be called my delight is in her and your land married. For the Lord will take delight in you, and your land will be married to him. As a young man marries a young woman, so your sons will marry you. As a bridegroom rejoices over a bride, so your God will rejoice over you. I post watchmen on your walls, O Jerusalem. They should keep praying all day and all night. You who pray to the Lord, don't be silent. Don't allow him to rest until he reestablishes Jerusalem, until he makes Jerusalem the pride of the earth.
The Lord swears an oath by his right hand, by his strong arm. I will never again give your grain to your enemies as food, and foreigners will not drink your wine, which you worked hard to produce. But those who harvest the grain will eat it and will praise the Lord. Those who pick the grapes will drink the wine in the courts of my holy sanctuary. Come through, come through the gates, prepare the way for the people, build it, build the roadway, remove the stones, lift a signal flag for the nations. Look, the Lord announces to the entire earth, say to daughter Zion, look, your deliverer comes. Look, his reward is with him and his reward goes before him. They will be called the holy people, the ones protected by the Lord. You will be called sought after, city not abandoned. Thank you for joining me on our shared walk through Scripture today. Devotion to Scripture doesn't begin and end here. My prayer is that you will be encouraged to dig deeper and spend some additional time in God's Word today. If you're looking for a great place to start, check the episode description where you will always find a few key verses from the day's reading to reflect on further. I'd love to hear from you. How is God using this podcast to help you grow? How can I be praying for you? Email me at devotedtoscripture at gmail.com. It's amazing seeing a passage come alive as we understand its place in the whole story of the Bible. Knowing and ultimately being a part of that story is the most important undertaking of your life. Join me tomorrow to continue the journey. Be devoted to Scripture.